Let me just thank um, you all for gathering here today for this extremely important um, uh, press conference. I'm here with the City County Task Force on Climate. I'm here with County Supervisor Cl uh, Clancy. I'm here with the Blue Green Alliance uh, and here with Wisconsin Conservation Voters. And we're, we're here to talk about the American Rescue Plan and to talk about the uh, proposed infrastructure plan uh, and the focus on not just building back uh, the same old way, but building back better and building back green. One of the things is that our children deserve to be in environments that provide the proper ventilation so that they don't spread diseases, but also green environments on their school buses and on their public buses. Do you know, and especially children in our low-income inner city uh, communities, what we have noticed is that those people who rely on public transportation for work or for school, that if you are a person of color, you're probably almost six times as likely to rely on bus service than, than if, you're, if, if you're not. And so what that means is that when we're pouring resources into the clean buses, the $85 billion that's being proposed for this kind of technology, we're investing in not only the health of our community uh, uh, on, on an environmental level, but uh, contributing to people's personal health and contributing to their opportunities to, to reach destinations uh, in the labor market that they aren't able to reach. And so I am so happy to be here with, uh, with the, the uh, uh, folk that I have just described to you, and I'm gonna call them up, call on them to describe various uh, aspects of this clean energy economy that we need to repair. And so with that, Adriana, I'm going to turn it over to you. Thank you, thank you. All right, good afternoon, everyone. Thank you, Congresswoman Moore, uh, for being such a champion for Milwaukee in Congress, especially fighting for cleaner school buses for kids and reducing lead exposure. My name is Ariana Hones, and I am the Southeast organizer with Wisconsin Conservation Voters. Uh, Wisconsin Conservation Voters is a nonpartisan nonprofit focused on environmental policy and advocacy. I'm excited to be here today on behalf of our organization to advocate for federal funding of clean transportation in Milwaukee County. One of my first experiences with public transportation was the big yellow school bus that would pick up my brothers and I every day at 735 and take us to school in Ripon, Wisconsin. When I left my hometown for college in St. Paul, it was the A-Line bus rapid transit and the Green Line light rail that got me to my first internships and volunteer opportunities. In Milwaukee, the Hank Aaron and Oak Leaf Trail is how I first became familiar with the city. Public transportation was this conduit to community connection and through it I've realized how transportation brings people together and expands their independence. How we get around is how we come to know our communities. 
and how we get around is also how we can make our communities more accessible and sustainable. Climate change will be the defining crisis of our lifetime, but, but, but combating climate change at the local level will be one of the defining opportunities. In southeast Wisconsin, the fuels we burn from driving cars and diesel buses and trucks is a significant contributor to community carbon emissions. But it doesn't have to be this way. President Biden's ambitious investments in the American Jobs Plan will make much needed updates to our transportation system and clean energy economy. Doing so will create good paying jobs in Wisconsin and make our communities cleaner and healthier. We're calling on Congress to invest at least $50 billion in the adoption of electric buses for transit and school bus fleets. Electrifying transit and school buses will not only boost the emerging electric bus industry, these vehicles have no tailpipe emissions and will thus protect the health of drivers, riders, and people who live along the routes. Compared, compared to a conventional diesel bus, an electric transit bus will emit about 47 kilograms less of smog-forming pollution and 78 metric tons less of greenhouse gases emissions per year. This investment in clean, accessible transportation is an opportunity for the city of Milwaukee and Milwaukee County to be home to electric buses and a more walkable and bikeable place to live. We look forward to working with Congresswoman Moore to get the American Jobs Plan through Congress with these critical clean transportation investments included. And we look forward to working with Supervisor Clancy and other Milwaukee County Board Supervisors and Milwaukee City Alders to get these electric buses on the streets of our community. I'd now like to turn it over to Milwaukee County Board Supervisor Ryan Clancy. Thank you. Thank you, Ariana, and uh, thank you to all the folks gathered here today, including Congresswoman Moore. Uh, I'm standing before you today wearing really three hats. So the, the, the first is as a, uh, as a father and a husband. Uh, and uh, in 2011, we got our first electric vehicle. Uh, and it was in large part because our child, who's now 12, uh, has asthma. And, and it's triggered by a particulate matter in the air. And we knew that getting an electric vehicle uh, was a, a small way and a small contribution to, to changing uh, that impact on, on our environment. And uh, at the time in 2011, people did not fully understand electric vehicles, and they frankly weren't the same uh, quality of vehicles as we had today. In fact, the, the dealer that we got it from, uh, every six months uh, religiously sent us notices saying, come in for your free oil change. And we got a, a great kick out of uh, you know, trying to bring the car in a couple times and having them look uh, to change the oil when there, there is none in it. Uh, things have changed significantly since then. Uh, in the last couple of years, we've moved my small business uh, to be the, the first solar-powered pizza place. Uh, the, uh, the pandemic put that on hold. But the, the challenges of going from a, a fully gas-burning fleet to an electric one are significant, but so are the opportunities. Uh, and that brings us to the, the work on the, on the county board, where I am absolutely thrilled uh, that the, the BRT lines are now running with fully electric buses. It, it really is the future. They are cleaner, they're better in, in just a, a myriad of ways. Um, and yet they take a significant uh, investment in, in infrastructure for charging uh, and for the vehicles themselves. I'm uh, happy to see that we are avoiding uh, a hybrid uh, vehicles as a, as a halfway measure between the fully electric uh, uh, buses and the, and the gas ones and the, the diesel buses of the past. It really is the way forward. There is no reason to carry around both a heavy battery 
and a heavy engine. Uh, and we, we need to accelerate that change. We need to move to fully electric buses for the county. Just this morning, I had a meeting with the, uh, the director of the county's DOT, uh, and it sounds like we are on board to uh, not only put uh, the charging infrastructure uh, in place for a passenger fleet uh, replacement within Milwaukee County, but also to, to look at ways of opening that charging infrastructure open to the public to encourage more folks to adopt electric vehicles. So uh, I, I am thrilled that we're looking at some federal money that will enable this, uh, and I'm, I'm looking forward to continuing to be bold and creative in how we roll it out. Thank you. Hi there. My name is Ted Craig, and I am a resident of Milwaukee's West Side, uh, where I reside. And um, I am the chair of the uh, Transportation and Mobility Working Group of the City County Task Force on Climate and Economic Equity. And uh, I'm speaking as a, a, just as an individual and also as an active person in Citizen Action of Wisconsin. And uh, I'm very happy with President Biden's proposals and the support of, of great congresspeople like Gwen Moore to do something very substantial on education. And uh, the main reason for that is because I think it'll really help us do locally what we've been up to. Um, the City-County Task Force on Climate and Economic Equity was um, set up by uh, the City of Milwaukee and the county government and set forth some extremely ambitious proposals to dramatically reduce our greenhouse gas emissions by 2030 and to be net zero by 2050. Uh, as I'm sure you know, this is something we have to do. Uh, the climate catastrophe is already well underway. We're seeing people suffering by the millions um, in terms of just losing homes and uh, losing their livelihoods to droughts and wildfires and hurricanes and so on. And we know we have to do something about the climate catastrophe. But the other end of this, which is really, really important for Milwaukee, is that the investments that we need to make to, to solve the climate problem are investments that will create jobs and economic prosperity. And especially if we do it right, they can rectify some of the horrific racial injustice that we've had and racial inequality that we've had in our metro area for quite a long time. Um, I think these issues have come even more to the fore in the present day as we hopefully are getting towards the tail end of the pandemic. It's very clear that COVID had a, a, a just an incredibly disparate impact on low and moderate income communities and people of color. There are structural reasons for that that involve lack of economic opportunity, much less healthful living conditions, lack of opportunity in general that we really need to rectify. And we have a big chance with the so-called Green New Deal to do something about that. Um, with the City County Task Force and the Transportation Mobility uh, Committee that I'm chairing, we have some really big and exciting plans. Among those, and there are many plans, are to uh, rapidly increase the number of bus rapid transit lines, uh, run with electric buses that can get people very quickly to the places they need to go for their health care, for their shopping, for their jobs. We have plans to make our streets much more walkable and bikeable and safer for people in ways that would reduce emissions and also make our community more equitable. And we're going to need some help to do that. One of the fundamental problems that we face at the local level is that our, uh, our, our budgets are constrained in terms of the money that can be raised and even financing is constrained as far as like what we can take out loans for that should pay off. State constrains what we can do. And President Biden offering the American Jobs Plan uh, is really presenting an opportunity for substantial resources to do the big things we need to do to create a more equal, cleaner, safer, and better Milwaukee. Um, so we're very happy with that. I would just close by saying that, in my view, two of the biggest injustices in our time are generational injustice, uh, the future that we are inflicting on our kids because we haven't done nearly enough to stop a climate catastrophe that will make their lives immeasurably less secure and less prosperous, 
and then the second injustice being racial injustice, which has festered for far too long with anything, without anything very serious being done to make things much more equal in terms of health and economics. And right now we have a golden opportunity to do something about that. My sincere hope is that um, some of the partisan warfare that's going on, especially among certain U.S. senators, uh, can, that we can overcome that because we really all need to come together to address these huge challenges. And I'm very hopeful and very grateful that, and that Congress, led by uh, Gwen Moore and many others, uh, is giving us the opportunity to achieve these goals. Good afternoon, everybody. Uh, my name is Richard Diaz. I am the Midwest Regional Field Organizer with Blue Green Alliance. And we are very excited to be here today with Congresswoman Moore and our colleagues promoting the American Jobs Plan and what it means to cities like Milwaukee and Rust Belt cities across the Midwest. You know, Milwaukee is a different town than what it was 50 years ago when we had big manufacturing giants employing thousands of Milwaukeeans. And, you know, you didn't see people gravitating towards um, jobs that weren't livable wage jobs because the opportunity to earn an honest dollar and to have a path to upward mobility was so accessible. The American Jobs Plan provides that opportunity for us as uh, people of color, as working class people across the nation to have that path to upward mobility. And it helps our country evolve in terms of manufacturing and building solar panels and incorporating electric vehicles. Um, today, we are here to announce um, our partnership with Wisconsin Conservation Voices and also our collaboration with uh, local unions like the Amalgamated Transit Union who can talk about some of the benefits of electrifying vehicles. Thank you. Good afternoon everyone. My name is Donnell Shorter. I represent the Transit Union, ATU 998, Executive Board member. Um, yeah, some of the benefits of the electric buses would be our drivers wouldn't have to walk through a warehouse full of 100 buses with diesel smoke in the air. Um, they're much more ergonomical on the driver's body. Our maintenance department is ready for the challenge of electric buses and the new technology they bring. Um, we represent over a thousand drivers in this area, um, Kenosha Transit, um, Sheboygan, Waukesha, and two paratransit properties. And we're looking forward to the challenge. Thank you for your time. 